You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, episode 36, I think. Yeah, I think it is 36. I think we're at 36. Um, it's I normally um, a good host would just actually know what what episodes he's he's done, <laughs> but I'm just gonna be honest. I just check usually the website before I do this. I just like what what did we do last week? And there we go. And <laughs> uh, so a little insight, a little secret of of the the Mopcast Network how it works. <laughs> Usually, you got to pay for that kind of inside knowledge. Right, right. That's the, it's usually on like the, <laughs> like the, the the selection on the DVD. Yeah, right. You know the behind the scenes. Um, I'm your host, your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and across from me now, because <laughs> we're recording differently today, is Aaron Prom. I'm just going to keep going with it. With yeah, I am. I am. It's I like a it. superhero, right? It is. Like, it's it very, is. very, like, I am Aaron Prime. It's like I fell in, like, a thing of toxic waste, waste and, and just... became Aaron Prime. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I, I dig it, too. I, I dig it, too. Um, we are recording in what I hope to be the Mopcast Network's first real office. <laughs> And that's a story, so we're going to tell it. It, it kind of reminds me of kind of like a fallout shelter a little kinda, bit. It kind of has a fallout shelter kind of... Especially I, with all the old equipment. Right. Like. Right. Um, first of all, this episode is uh, brought to you by Validation, the web comment, uh, by uh, Christian Berdick and uh, Kelsey Crawford. So you can listen to the ad now. Validation, the web comment. Written by Christian Baranek and Kelsey Crawford follows the story of Allie, a transgender girl doing her best to live a fulfilling day-to-day life. Follow her triumphs and challenges as she dives into a sea of science fiction, web comics, cosplay, conventions, and of course, dinosaurs. Catch this charming webcomic every Monday and Thursday at validationcomic.com. Validation, the webcomic. Be sure to check it out. Uh, some really interesting stuff's been happening in the comic lately, so it's really good storyline, so definitely, definitely check it out. Um, I'm a fan. It's every uh, Monday and Thursday, and they're they're working with their uh, Patreon account to see if they can get it for three days a week. So if you guys want to go support that, I will put the link at the bottom of this podcast. So business is done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the story. We are in, and I'm only saying this because I'm pretty sure the powers that be do not listen to my show. <laughs> I'm just saying that. And if everyone does, that's fine. I'm not going to say anything bad. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I know. I love the powers that be. But uh, there was a staff member here, and um, she's no longer with us. And she had... Uh, there's these offices that are kind of out of the way on campus. Definitely hidden. You it's, wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't like know they're up here. Ninety-five percent of campus probably they don't know this exists. The only five percent are the handful of students that actually come up here because there's one faculty member who has an office still up here, and he's a holdout, and, and he's like, he's like the Rocky Girl Grandpa. I ain't leaving. <laughs> I have to die. You're, I'm going, you're going to take my office <laughs> from my cold dead hands. He is basically the Charleston Heston. Of <laughs> 
if if offices were like the NRA, <laughs> or 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 if offices were like the Second Amendment, he would be the Charles Heston. He's the guy. He's the guy. And so um, this office is is big. Yeah, enough for what we want to do. It's it's actually pretty nice size. A big, nice room. Um, really, no one a knows where it is. B, no one's using it. <laughs> And I think we're just slowly going to just um, come up here and acquire it. <laughs> just like squatters' rights. Right. Just be like, you know, I'm only here for a couple more years. Let me, I mean, if they're not going to use it, yeah, I'm just going to take it. Because, <laughs> I mean, like you said, there's only one staff member that's up here. Right. So, I mean. And, and he is here probably a total of four hours in the entire week. <laughs> and so, I like it. I would like this to be the new home for us, at least for a little while. And so, um. It's kind of like our bat cave. I like it. It's just like hidden. Yeah, it's it's nice. It is really nice. Oh, it's it's full of junk. It's yeah, it's got to be. We, me and uh, Ethan Young from Rebellion, we uh, we cleaned it out last semester, and it was full of more stuff. What did they do? Did she use it for storage after she left? I don't think so. Or this was all her stuff. I think this was all her stuff and wow. s- stuff, you know, from the old the department before it changed. You know how they, you know. Stuff that's now in my equipment room. We used to be in there. Yeah, it is just full of just wow. Yeah, it's it kind of has like like I said a fallout shelter, but like you know when you watch those really cheap like um, horror films that have like zombie Nazis, mm-hmm. it kind of looks like when like the stupid backpackers or whoever stumbles upon it and releases the Nazi zombies. It kind of looks like the equipment that would be in there. So are you saying we're gonna release Nazi zombies? I hope not, but I've watched enough movies to know how to <laughs> handle it. So 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 knowing that. Should we not keep the office? <laughs> like or, or should we, is that the reason too? Is I think that's the reason too. We need to be there to protect people in case it happens. Right, so. right. We I like there. it because like if the Walking Dead stuff situation happens, they will never find me. No, they'll you just and you got enough equipment, just barricade yourself in. You got some yogurt over there. No, I'm not touching. <laughs> I'm, no, some some diet Pepsi and a Red Bull can. You got all kinds of stuff over there. Yeah, it's 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 change of clothes for a very small person. <laughs> And uh, I could drop lighting. I got spotlighting. Up yeah, here and, it's nice. It's mood lighting. Yeah, it's mood lighting. I, 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 I thoroughly dig good up here. I, yeah, it's nice. I like it. How's your week? How are you feeling? How's the um, post-car wreck? I'm slowly starting to feel better. I'm still not 100%. Um, my week is going going pretty good. I go tomorrow for a football game for uh, our school. Going up first one of the season. First one of the season. Going up tomorrow. Leaving at one o'clock. So hopefully I'll be back in time for Force Friday. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and then Saturday, I'm we're taking Keegan up to her first WVU game. So I'm sorry. <laughs> she well, like we're going. Um, and it makes me sound like the world's worst parent. We're going on a party bus. Um. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to dr- I'm not going to drink. Well, I, and, I mean, so at least one of us will be, you know, well, coherent. You, we've already talked about it. you. You kind of only drink once a year anyway. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm a once-a-year you know, drinker. Your uncle's Christmas, ambul- party, Christmas yeah. ambulance party. And that's who we're going with is the ambulance. <laughs> They're having a big uh, shindig. So. We, I need to meet this guy so I can start hanging out. <laughs> if you're not going to drink. <laughs> Look, I'll just drink for Aaron. He can go. I, uh, just, uh, I'm, I'm Aaron Beta. He's prime. <laughs> like, it's funny. Like, we go to a game every year on a party bus with them. And every year, my uncle just sells his ticket to a scalper and just goes to Applebee's and drinks instead of going to the game. <laughs> so, I mean, he and he just, he's like, yeah. So, 
It's it's fun. Um, Keegan's kind of excited. Well, yeah, she's uh, the world's tiniest cheerleader. She is. She's kind of bummed. Um, she has cheerleading practice six days this week instead of the traditional four because uh, competition's coming up. So she's kind of bummed about that. I would be, too. Okay, all right. I'm not a parent. <laughs> I don't think I am. Let me clarify. Not a parent. Don't know if I have children. <laughs> because if I had, that would make me a parent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I'm not parenting them. Um, so uh, I don't have kids, and as far as I know, I'm not a deadbeat dad. So, you know. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Just, just fingers crossed out there. Um, she's six? Mm-hmm. All right. See, look, I, I do pay attention. That's a lot. It is. And like, <laughs> I feel really bad for it because where Carrie's teaching, we pick. I pick her up at like 345, 4 o'clock, and then 530 we have to leave for practice. Right. So like she has no And I've, and I've heard about this about uh, other uh, extracurricular activities for kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, six days a week at six. I mean. Luckily, they're off two weeks for football. Right. So like they don't have any games. And I think that's why they're boosting up the practice because – they their cheerleading coach is kind of not used to dealing with little girls. Um, she has like three rough little boys, and so she's she's kind of gruff with the with the sweet little girls. And that sounds really creepy if you just take that out of context. Um, but she's you know she's kind of gruff with them, so she's kind of like a drill sergeant. And the like so far like four little girls have just went home after practice and we're like I I want to quit, but they're just. They're up in their practice because they have competition. Right, right. On, and they only have three a year, so. Right, I understand. And I can't wait for that to be over with. And then come fall, or come, I guess, winter, she's playing basketball, so. Okay, do they lower the. <laughs> See, I don't know how it works. I don't, I don't think they lower it, but I don't remember my first years of basketball. I remember one game. I, I didn't learn how to tie my shoes. This is kind of embarrassing. No, no, when did I, you learn to tie your shoes? Uh, okay, the honest answer would be. Eight, the realistic answer, never. <laughs> I was, we'll talk about this to you too, but go ahead. All right. I was like, I think I was in the fourth grade, and the only reason I learned to tie my shoes was because um, Michael Jordan right. was out, and my mom was like, well, here's a Michael Jordan watch that I'd been wanting. Um, right. And she was like, if you tie your shoes, you can get this. Well, like, I remember, because I grew up, do you remember the little... Um, corkscrew shoelaces that you could just mush together yeah and they'd stay tight i had those in every pair of shoes <laughs> so like um playing basketball and stuff it always sucked because i didn't know how to tie my shoes until i got older right. so like, they'd have to call time out and the ref would have to come tie my shoes right it's a little embarrassing right but yeah i didn't learn how to tie my shoes until fourth grade all right so i was about to say i was about third or fourth grade okay um i hate shoelaces i do too i i seriously hate shoelaces it is the future. Why do we still use bits of string to keep our shoes together? I'm not going to lie. I'd wear Velcro shoes if it was socially acceptable. <laughs> I would, too. That's why I didn't tie my shoes until I was in uh, eight or nine. Because, you know, in the 80s, it was a little bit more acceptable for kids to have the Velcro, Velcro, sho- yeah. Velcro shoes. And then um, we moved on to, the, you know, my parents were like, I think they kind of shamed me into to learning how to tie my it's shoes. Time to tie your shoes, Scotty. Yes, yeah, like you know, you don't you don't wet your pants anymore. <laughs> time to sign it. And so and I, and I had stopped doing that since I was seven. But, <laughs> a whole year. <laughs> so you know, you know, steps. But um, they're like a checklist. They're like, right. all right, stop the bed wetting. Yeah, it's like, well, he's a little behind <laughs> and stuff. So let's try to catch up. Speed it up a little bit. So I don't. 
I don't tie my shoe now shoes now. What I do, I mean, I do, but this is what I what I typically do when I get sneakers or something with laces. Because I typically wear you know slide on sink yeah. because no shoelaces because I I hate them. Yeah. And so, but you know, I can't wear this like jogging, like <laughs> if I jog. But you know, I can't go. You know, I can't. You, there's certain a pair of shorts yeah. and they, these these uh, dress shoes do not go well. No, it's not an ensemble that you would have. <clears throat> and so, what I typically do is I tie them once, but leave them loose enough so I can slide, slide in it and out. slide in my foot. And I so, I think it was the first week I got back, or no, it was right before I left. Um, my shoelaces came untied, and and because the you know new ones are very very long anyway, mm-hmm. so what I did was I tied them as short and tight as I could, and then cut them off, so they won't really come untied anymore. Nice, that's that's good. Thank you, right there. Because I hate shoelaces. <laughs> we need to do something to make sure shoelaces go away. When I was a young thug. Um, I bought. Is that the name of your autobiography? It is. It is. Aaron Prime. When I was a young thug. When I was a young thug, um, I bought you know Timberlands. Straight out of West Virginia. Straight out of Rock Lake. Um, and I never. I took my shoelaces out. You are wearing a I am. t-shirt. I am. I want a digital underground t-shirt. I'm not really a big fan of Notorious, but it was either this or a workaholic shirt that's not really appropriate to wear to anywhere where I <coughs> try to be professional. So, um, but. I would wear these boots and I got them two sizes too big so that way when I walked you'd hear the thump and mm-hmm. I untied them threw the shoelaces away untied them and everything now as a respectable member of my community <laughs> I, just, I just wear those boots um, when we go camping right um, when I cut grass so and I caught them on fire last time we went camping on accident because I didn't take sandals to go shower right and I wore my boots to the shower and that was so weird looking because they filled up with water obviously and they're high top boots so I walked over and had to set them by the campfire, and they caught on fire. So that's okay, I was like, I was trying to figure out where that was going because for, <laughs> all I heard, all I heard was boots, water, 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 and my brain was going, water doesn't burn. <laughs> How's he catching this on fire? How does he, you know, a magic? That's really how it happens. Burning <laughs> water in a fire. That's a great power. That would be. That would suck though, like because I like to go swimming. I wonder, like, if you like accidentally discharge or however you would do your powers. <laughs> <laughs> just set the whole pool on fire. Like, that would suck. <laughs> My bad, sneeze. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Listen, just just get out of it. You should be okay. Um. Wow. <laughs> I've now got this weird visual. Right? Uh, so your boot's on fire, and then a lake of people just, like, <laughs> burning. Like, biblically, just burning. <laughs> and I'm just like, like the preacher man said, the lake of fire, which was created by Aaron Prime. <laughs> <laughs> on a fateful allergic day. <laughs> Just sneezed because of ragweed. <laughs> sneezed because of ragweed. Um, weekend good? Weekend this past weekend? Yeah. Um, did you do anything? I think I did anything. Yeah, it was good. Oh, yes, it was very good. I got cable back in my house. Why? Because I missed football so much. Okay. Like that's really the only reason. <laughs> yeah, because I missed it so much. Because they haven't figured out how to really make it. Yeah. Like <laughs> profitable. Like if the NFL would do or. Dish and when I do a direct TV, if they would do the HBO Go or Hulu route, mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, it's a you know a season for you know fifty bucks on, they'd make a killing. I would have it in a heartbeat. I would buy it. I would buy it in a heartbeat. Um, but like this is Saturday. I spent. I, this is what I did. The guy came to hook it up at noon. I watched high school football. 
High school. High school I watched, football. I have no idea who that is. I watched high school football. I watched um, arena league football. Which high school football did you watch? Uh, it was a team from Maryland and a oh. team from Miami. Um, then I watched. So you probably uh, watched all the football. Yeah, I watched every type of football from every stage. I watched arena, high school, uh, FCS, North Dakota State versus Montana football game. Montana won that game, and then I watched. Um, I watched the CFL and then I watched NFL. So I watched. I watched everything. The only thing I didn't watch was LFL. What is the LFL? The Lingerie Football League. Oh, do they have that on? They do. They do. I think it's on Esquire Channel. Oh. So, but yeah, I. I've watched one lingerie football game, and it's – you know why I created it. I mean, <laughs> you, it's not – it's because not that, yeah. the pure purity of the sport. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and so, I mean, but I, I can't get into it. And plus, like, I don't really want to watch lingerie football with Keegan sitting right beside me. Right. Because I'd be, you know, hey, yeah, when you grow up, look, you can do this. <laughs> well, that's true. She can. <laughs> she can, yeah, but I don't – I don't think many dads are sitting there and be like, yeah, my daughter one day will be out there playing <laughs> the lingerie football that guy out there is like, I'll be proud of her. <laughs> Just like raising a, a, a troop of daughters, be like, you guys are going to start your own lingerie football league. That's really, be really creepy. There probably is a guy out there. That <laughs> There's like a guy that. there. Like probably a stage from, dad. Probably from Wyoming. <laughs> and the only reason why I say that is because Wyoming's still not listening to us. I, <laughs> you got to defend yourself, Wyoming. Okay. Um, Davey Boyd, who's been on the show before, has a sister who lives in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And so last Tuesday, I don't know if I mentioned this last week or not, but I can't remember. Last Tuesday, he's like, oh, okay, uh, you don't have Wyoming. I'll just send a link to my sister and she'll play it. So I sent him a copy of the, not the copy, but the link to his episode. Mm-hmm. Go listen to your brother kind of thing. And he passed it on to her. week later, still no Wyoming. I got an idea. Go to Craigslist and just <laughs> put it in the free stuff in yeah. Wyoming. Yeah. Somebody will click it, more than likely. Oh, we, I, I will do that. I mean, it's hard to tell what kind of responses you'll get from... I mean, I wouldn't put a real email down with it unless you want some random people emailing you. No, I got, I got tons of... Fake emails. Well, I don't, no, they're not fake. They're, I just got tons of emails. I mean, they're real. They're, they're like, this email doesn't do anything. No, they, they do stuff. You know, I've got one for, you know, yeah, I've got my main one. I've got one for the network. I've got one, Ma passing her own email. And then I've got stuff like... You know, when you want to try to, to win something. <laughs> you can that, that junk email. Yeah, my junk email. I have a whole, I have a vault email. and I, tell, I recommend everyone get a vault email. And, and they were like, what's a vault email? I'm That's like, what I was getting ready to say. All right, so I, I don't know. I, I just made up this term. <laughs> so when Gmail first came out, I think that was 2003 or 2004. And that's when I got on. So I, I'll tell you. I've been on Gmail so long that my Gmail account is Scotty White. It's hard to get your name. Yeah, it really you, is. You know, yeah. like, you, and you have to be like early to get your name, like without like any spaces or you know, any weird numbers into right, it or an so asterisk. And, and I try not to like. I will on email addresses and, and, and accounts. I'll try not to do the numbers or thing. You know, I, I always forget stuff. There's stuff like I don't even want to use your service now. I can't yeah. have my name. I don't, I'm not Scotty White Two. How dare you? I'm Scotty White One. Right, the original. And so I, you know when that happens, I usually put like my middle initials and I make it work because <laughs> I'm not a 13 year old girl. I don't need hearts and X's and <laughs> one two three. X O X O Scotty White. X O X O Scotty White. That should be your professional email. Yeah, it should be my X O X O Scotty White at. Um, so, uh, I made two email addresses because at the time you had to, um, be invited to do the Google Gmail beta and then welcome to tech talk at, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And uh, so a, a friend of mine invited me, so I had that one. And then after so much time, I got invites for myself. And so I used one for myself to create a vault email. And, and what this is is a um, it's it was basically a cloud service before there was cloud service. So anything important I wanted to save, I just I sent it to my vault email. And that's that's pretty smart. When you said vault email, though, I was thinking like Fallout Vault. Like I was like I was like, how did what did they get you an email for? <laughs> I was like, I know that game. I don't think I had to give an email. No, and so I um, so you know anything I write or stories or anything, I, I, I always there. I go there because computers are crashed. That email will still be there. And I, yeah, and that's happened. I've saved so much stuff that way. And now since Gmail has like all this extra storage space, I have doubled out with with your old one the, with the old the, the old account. And so. That's cool. It comes in handy. That's cool. Um, I'm trying to think. I had a good... Oh, do you remember um, talking about how it's, it's hard to get your name? Mm. I had a virtual mall named after me at one point in my life. A virtual mall? Yeah. Um, I don't know if these were big... Um, I've never heard where of you're from. <laughs> what it, No, not in Alabama. We didn't do the virtual mall. It's a pyramid scheme. Plain and simple. My mom got suckered into it. So, like, you had to give, like, $500... Per per mall, and so, but you could make, you know, they they sell you on these. Oh, you could be living in the Bahamas, and you know, everybody, because like it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, uh, people underneath you. There's a lot of pyramid schemes that'll go with that. You can be living in the Bahamas, and so usually when someone goes, "Hey, I got a, I have a deal for you. You're gonna make a lot of money. You could live in the Bahamas." I'm like, out. <laughs> Not interested, but thank you, <laughs> thank you. But uh, the Cayman, sir, I will live in the Cayman. The virtual mall thing. Um, I don't know. Last time I checked, it was still there. I haven't checked in a long time. But um, it was AaronKellyMall.com, <laughs> and um, what it was, it was like kind of like eBay, right? But they sold like the crappy stuff from like Dollar Tree, like that kind of. So stuff. So they were a Dollar Tree eBay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, except you didn't bid. They had set prices, but they weren't Dollar Tree prices. They were like five dollars for a crappy notebook and stuff like that. Right, because they had to buy it at the Dollar Tree. Yeah, make a profit. You gotta make a profit and send it and everything. But yeah, my mom got suckered into that, and so. <laughs> I had a mall named after me at one point, so I was pretty, pretty wow. excited. Virtual mall. Virtual. Hey, but hey, hey t- claim to fame, man. Claim so I, I used to mess with that Neopets all the time. Neopets. I saw um, uh, something on Facebook recently about the Tamagotchi. Mm-hmm. Remember Tamagotchi? Oh, yeah. Well, I had one. I was very bad with it. Mine always died. I would always go on vacation and forget to feed it or right. just give it to a friend to take care of. All right, kids, if you don't know what a Tamagotchi is, uh, <laughs> a Tamagotchi was a virtual pet. I think they're back, though. Are like, they? I've seen them at the toy stores. Really? I haven't been to the toy store. I, won't, I haven't been to a toy store in forever, and I'm going Thursday, and I'm really kind of excited. It's, I like it. And so, toy Stores has changed a lot, though, since I, I remember as a kid. Toys are mine. <laughs> I um but the Tamagotchis are these little virtual pets that um they came in like keychain looking things or watches. Little, yeah, like a little egg on a keychain. Right, and you um had to keep them alive. And they, and then I don't know. They it's were kinda very, rough. They were like L C Ds. They were I mean they were It was a struggle being a kid. I mean it was <laughs> It was that, a struggle being a kid. Like if you think about like compare like what kids nowadays have to like what I have and even to like what was a toy when you were younger. Mm-hmm. It's changed. I always say dramatically, which is a made-up word, <laughs> but it's air changed prime, dramatically. Uh, air prime, dramatically. I even Hashtag used, dramatically. I even used that on a broadcast once of a game. Yeah. I was like, man, it's dramatically changed, and I was like, oh. No, keep it, because, like, um, uh, uh, the ESPN guy that passed. Uh, Stuart make, Scott? Yeah, we just make up words anyway. Yeah, yeah it's just, like, so that, that's your thing, Aaron Prime. <laughs> dramatically. <laughs> 
slammed it down dramatically. <laughs> what did you have the wrestling bit? <laughs> I want to get. I would. So you were talking about to- toys. How I mean, yeah, toys have changed, but um, it's it's funny. Um, you know, when I was a kid, and you know, I played with a lot of action figures. That mm-hmm. was my thing, and I had you know. Tons of G.I. Joes, tons of G.I. Joes, and tons of Star Wars figures. And um, they're not quite the same anymore. And and I hate to sound like a grandpa with yeah. this, but... <laughs> Back in my day. Back in my day. And part of this is the nostalgia. Cause mm-hmm. I, you, know, I, you know, I'm no longer a collector, and, and I don't have to be, because now there's so many of them out there, and all this stuff is cataloged. And so, if, you know, if if I ever think about wanting to buy one of these old figures, I'm like, oh, I can just look at it and go to, you know, online. Yeah. 3D scans of, <laughs> of you know, oh, look, cool, Lando, I remember that. And, uh, and uh, in fact, um, a friend of mine from Atlanta, uh, he was, DragCon this, is this weekend. It's mm-hmm. uh, well, part of my favorite convention, and, I, and I, can I go this year? It makes me sad. But... Um, He's going to drag gun. He's dressing up like Shipwreck from G.I. Joe. Shipwreck is a sailor. Is that the one with the parrot that talks? Yeah. Okay. Shipwreck from, you remember from the G.I. Joe the movie? Yes. You remember Shipwreck. <laughs> and so he's looking for like, he's trying to, the Shipwreck toy came with like this rope and anchor looking thing. Uh-huh. And he was trying to figure out what it was called. And so I started looking up yesterday, last night, like on the G.I. Joe website to see what I could, you know, if I could find a good scan of the, the packaging the carded figure would have on, on the side of the bubble where the character, the figure was would have a list of his accessories and that uh-huh. would be kind of the official names and I couldn't find a good scan it's really tiny print I just couldn't find a good scan of what it was and but I was finding all this uh, I was at yojo.com and there's a shout out for you guys if you like um <laughs> Yeah, just stuff. But they've got all the figures cataloged, so you can just I can just go through them. It's like, oh, that's neat. And so I did that for like thirty minutes looking at old G.I. Joe toys. <laughs> and uh, JediBusiness.com has the is the equivalent for Star Wars, and they've got some really good you know, scans and stuff. So I came across a list of I think it was Star, it was either Star Wars toys that didn't get made or Star Wars toys that shouldn't have been made. Oh well, tell and me, I'll tell you. I don't, I don't remember. There was one like the lady with the six. Six breasts. They didn't make her. I don't think they made Yarna Del Garna. Um, then there was the big, um, the big heavyset guy that's a pilot and he dies. Oh, poor Jack Porkins. They yeah. did make Jack Porkins. They may have made a Yarna Del Garna. And there was like, I had, I have actually, I have a Jack Porkins figure somewhere. And we used to, we, we bought him and we drew, we drew uh, well, my, my ex-wife drew, because she was way better artist. But we put KFC on his hat helmet and <laughs> he had like the communicator on his. Arm that we turned into a chocolate bar, and <laughs> he had a McDonald's logo. He, he was he was, he was NASCAR'd up, is what we're saying with all these fast food restaurants. Then they had the guy, the cook, um, Dexter Jester. Yeah, they had him. Jester. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was pretty cool. I have this uncanny knowledge of Star Wars. I you do. It's it's nice. It's, it's nice. I can just throw out the most vague descriptions. You're like, well, it's this guy. <laughs> Which I don't really. I, I you know sometimes I wonder at night why I'm single and <laughs> just. You know, yeah, I'm I'm hoping there's a I don't I don't want okay I mean, before I step into this remake, <laughs> I, I gotta be because my, my first thought was I bet there's a lady Scotty out there and I'm like I don't really <laughs> want a lady me <laughs> I'm like a lady who's into me but I don't yeah. like a lady like hi I'm Lady Scotty <laughs> <laughs> I like Star Wars and the, Pearl Jam then you guys could just sit there and like bounce Star Wars facts off each other <laughs> that would be sad like fact check <laughs> each other that that would be sad. <laughs> I, no, don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars. Yeah. I, 
I don't want to marry into it. I, you could have a whole Star Wars themed wedding. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. You go to Disney when they open the new Star Wars. <laughs> that I will do. Uh, me and the Barwitch are talking about going down there when it opens. <laughs> and we're like, we got to be the first in line. We got to okay. make sure we're there. Because I'm jealous that you did start with the Star Wars thing. It's it? really cool. I, it really I, is. I am very jealous of that. Like I said, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I, I mean, I like it, but I'm my not. My goal like, is by the time I'm, you know, you know. By the time I'm done with you, I'll make a man out of no, you. No, yeah, I'm coming, <laughs> like the Mulan. Yeah, that's what exactly was was playing in my head, <laughs> which will probably be played at the end of this episode. <laughs> um, but um, you know, we, we've and I've talked about it tons of times on the shows, but but you know, being born '77, you just couldn't escape it. Yeah. So it's in my DNA. It's Star Wars, and I, you know, I was explaining to someone like that, and they just didn't understand. I'm like. If, if if in pop culture in this country, and I don't know how it is in other countries, but if you cannot escape something, you're either going to do two things, just conform or hate. Mm-hmm. And I just conformed, man. I was just like, I love this stuff. And this became... This know, is amazing. It was amazing. A laser sword yeah. and magic powers. I was like, I'm going to be an astronaut. And they're like, you don't get those. And I'm like, forget it. <laughs> I'm not going to make that. I'm, not gonna. No, I'm and, never going to space. And, and I am generally excited for the new movie I, I really am I was excited for the first prequel too but um, I think this is different um, I think it's different because we I, regardless of how you feel about the prequels I'm only talking about me I felt burned by them and I still see them <laughs> because you know do you watch them on like a yearly basis I don't I only watch Star Wars on a yearly basis really yeah I mean you know Facts given as they are, um, I only like two of the six movies, mm-hmm. um, I, and I'll watch two of the six movies regularly. And but they're not on my regular schedule. I don't like. I mean, I may watch Empire Strikes Back once a year. You're not like it's Wednesday, July 25th. It's time for Empire Strikes no, Back. No, but, but I do that for some other films. Though. Yeah, I mean, like um, Easter, I always watch um, Lawrence of Arabia, and Thanksgiving, uh, I watch. Um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and I mean, I've got yeah, you know, you got the, those times where I have off and I know I'm not doing anything, or their family, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm going to watch something I enjoy. Yeah, my uh, when I put stuff in the background to to you know while I'm working or, or whatever, um, the Ocean's Eleven's movies are kind of one of my go tos. They're fun, and I know them well enough I don't have to pay attention. Yeah. and I haven't seen them as as I've seen all the Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. Um. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. If I was stuck on a desert island with one DVD and one way to play it eternally, that would be the DVD I'd watch. I'm sorry, oh, man. That's I don't know what I would watch. That's my that's that's my that's my jam. Uh, I like it better than The Empire Strikes Back. I have, and I have to I hate to say that, but um, I think as a, I think it's a more consistent movie. And I'm not a you know my loyalty to Star Wars is greater than that to Star Trek. Yeah. I like them both, but it's like you know if I had to pick one, I, you know I'd go Star Wars. Jettison Star Trek, except, except that, 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 that Wrath of Khan movie because I think you know as I got older and learned about filmmaking and 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 such, I think it's just a better movie. Plus, I hate Yoda. <laughs> you hate Yoda. I hate Yoda. I have always hated Yoda. And um, I had a Yoda puppet when I was a kid. Did you just beat it up all the time? No, oh. I, mean, I, can't, can't, I, I tore out his hair. But <laughs> you're a bald Yoda, <laughs> right? I just, I, I, I just all Yoda, and I don't like the Yoda scenes in Empire Strikes Back. I get bored. I like, I don't care. You talk funny. Just, 
I don't just teach him the force. Just just, let's, just, just be quiet and teach him the force. No big just deal. get to Cloud City where it gets really awesome. <laughs> just get to Cloud City. I love Cloud City so it, much. Is that a common see, theme though throughout Star Wars fandom? What? Like people that hate Yoda, or is that are you like pretty much I, like I an outlier? I, I think I'm. A, I think I'm a, I'm a rarity. I think. I, <coughs> I mean, I don't hate him like. I don't like. I think the hate in Star Wars goes to Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't hate Jar Jar. I'm not like, oh, Jar Jar makes me mad. Damn you, Jar Jar Binks. I mean, if I was all hating Jar Jar, I wouldn't have gone seeing uh, Star Wars in 3D, the episode one. Oh, God, I hate myself for saying that. <laughs> and I, I was like, all right, you know, I, I had seen everything except the Clone Wars in theaters, and I hate that I didn't see Clone Wars. I don't know why I didn't see Clone Wars. I can't remember. And, and that's... When people talk about those movies, they forget about that one. So they're like, "There's six movies." I'm like, "No, there was a seventh three theatrical release." And so, but it's animated. They're like, well, "I don't care." I'm like, "That doesn't count." But for I'm me. like, "It spawned the greatest show ever." So, yeah. I'm like, well, one of them. I mean, I agree. I like Rebels. But I think I like Rebels better. But, um, you know, it's it's just it's funny. Uh, I, I saw the I saw episode one in 3D, and I was going. I was already after I left. I was residing myself to go because at the time the plan was to release them all in 3D. And I was resigning myself to go see like episode two, which is the worst movie <laughs> in 3D. I was like, oh, I guess I got. I mean, it was like punishment. Oh, I guess I got to go see this now. It's like, well, Scotty, you've seen this one. Let's <laughs> yeah, go, let's see, go see, see two. But that's what, that's how much I love it. Yeah. I mean, I will see the bad ones in 3D and hate myself for them. But I will be like, well, I've seen. I'm a completist. I'm going to see this movie. I've seen each and every one of you in 3D now. Th- that being said, I cannot wait to see this new movie. Um. There are a couple things that are make me really, really happy. Mm-hmm. I'm not cautious. I was, I'm, and and maybe that's the problem. I, I mean, I've told people this. I think if Star Wars Seven is bad, I think I'm just going to quit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm quit all this because apparently I, you know, what I'm doing is not worth it. And I'm going to go. <laughs> my life is a lie. Right. I think I'm just going to go be a corporate lawyer. So I'm just going to go get my law degree and just. I mean. <laughs> I always tell people, like, if, if what I want to do doesn't work out, I'm just going to take a test and become a teacher. Because then I'd be off in the summers. Right, I may do that. I mean, Mr. White, I'm like, why can't these kids learn calculus? Because I can't teach it to them. See, I'm thinking, like, <laughs> elementary school, like, teaching kindergarten would be perfect for me. Well, they're all paid the same, so, you know, yeah. you, you um, uh, the comedian joke out there I like to steal, though. The teachers are all paid the same, so you can just teach kindergarten. You just teach them whatever. One plus one is chair. Yeah, exactly. You could lie to kids; they'll right. believe you. Right. And then you don't see them for a year. They got to go on up to first grade, and then they got to sort that out. Right. And the first president of the United States was George Washington. The second <laughs> one was Sally Mae. See, like I'm good at like making crazy lies, like not even lies, just like crazy stories right. up. Because I probably am crazy. No, but, like no Keegan, like I, <laughs> I just make up stuff all the time, and she's like, "Are you?" For real? Like, for the longest time... I told you about the seed people. I told her about, yeah, about Disney. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm just... If I could write, I think I'd make a great, great script. But I can't write. Save my life. Well, we'll, just, we'll come up one together. John Oliver had a... He, their, the, their show, if you're not getting seen, it's really great. Uh, but they're off for a couple of weeks on HBO. And he does web videos the weeks that are not off. And so he did an episode about... Fake facts. He'd come up on and he's like, I wrote this book of fake facts. And he's like, it's coming from Simon and Schuster. And, and, and he's talking about all these crazy fake facts. And at the end of the thing, it was, no, I was lying. There's no book. And so that was the fake fact. I'm like, the fake fact book would be great. You yeah. know, like, you know, you know, once President Tap ate an elephant. <laughs> and people be like, well, I could see it. I could see it. He's a big I guy. Don't, I don't know. know if it happened or not, but I could definitely see it. Right. And so maybe we should write our own fake book. <laughs> we should. Because I can write. We just pitch ideas. And I'm crazy enough. Right. I just... 
Bounce it that may be the first Mobcast networking book. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy facts. <laughs> Keegan now is like reading. Well, she's not. I'm reading it to her, and she's sitting there. She'll sit there and look at the pictures. How to v- survive um, Sharknado, the book that came in the loot crate, right? Several boxes ago. But she loves that book. She's like, Dad, read me the one about the uh, the ants, the giant ants that breathe fire. Go, okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, she's. I'm just she saying you're raising us. your daughter right. That's all I'm she, gonna... Yeah, she's definitely her own own child. So, um, I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but and, and you don't have to definitely don't have to ask this. Answers that um, if you want to, because this, this is personal. <clears throat> so, I'm getting all serious. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. So, so have, have you thought about other kids? We have. Um, we're never on the same cycle. Like, when I want kids, she doesn't. Right. When she wants kids, I don't. Right. I would love to. I mean, I came from a big family. Right. Like, I have, there's four of us, but also, like, I have thousands of uncles. Right. Um, so, yeah, I would, so, I would so, like to. So, most likely, you're going to have other kids. Most likely, if I can trick Carrie into it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, what you got to do is, when she's right, you just be like, okay. You yeah. Gotta, you're just... Like, and the thing you, is... The thought is, is that at this moment, you may not want kids, but yeah. by the time it gets here... Yeah. <laughs> Carrie's thing is, she was like, Keegan's, like, kind of a mini-adult now. I don't have to, like, you know, change diapers or make sure, like, she's getting a bottle or all that. And I'm like, yeah, she's like, I don't really want to start over. And I'm like, yeah, I see that, but I would love... Like, and I don't want boys. Right. I just want a whole bunch of... Like, I'd take, like, three daughters. So you're trying to start that lingerie football I, <laughs> I am. That was just a, a peek into my mind. <laughs> oh my I was just trying to project it on somebody else. I got you. I got you. But no, um, I, it's just... I mean, I don't know. I've never raised a boy, so it could be different. But <laughs> um, I enjoy being being a father to a daughter. Well, that's, 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 nice. that's very cool. My mother still wants grandkids, and I'm like, I hate to disappoint her. And a nurse for you. Yeah, a nurse. We talked about that last week. She's trolling for a nurse. I actually watched this um, BuzzFeed thing about um, the, how great nurses are. It was by nurses and what they go through, but it was like, you know, it's a funny tongue-in-cheek yeah. kind of thing. And one of them was like, you know, we're undateable because we're nurses. I'm like, well, I don't know about that. I got thinking, <laughs> maybe I should find it because they got great, like, I'd never have to see her, really. Yeah, you you know, that's um, my almost everyone in my family is in the medical profession, right? Except for me, I'm squeamish, so me I can't too. handle I'm it. Like, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing is, she's like she, you know, I would try to be supportive, like, hey, honey, how was your day? And then I'd be like, and this is where we're gonna stop the conversation. They actually don't tell me. Just a bit good, bad. <laughs> I'll give you a hug, whatever. But, but you're gonna shower first. Yeah, I just mm, because no. like my like I said, my um, like I've got four or five aunts that are nurses. Then my uncle's EMT, my and his son's an EMT, and just they're all EMTs and nurses. Do they look at you as a failure? They do, and they all can, they all can drink, and like I'm just a huge disappointment to the Irish side of my family. <laughs> like they're like, okay, well, you know, you're not following the medical field, which isn't I don't think that's a tr- traditional Irish trait, but they're like, oh, you can drink then at least. Well, but it's like service. Nah, I mean, the, the 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 idea of the Irish police officer, I suppose, so service. Yeah, but yeah, they. I'm a, I'm a huge disappointment, but at least at least Carrie can drink, right? So that's tag her in. And she, she not squeamish, is she? Carrie, no, not and when she was pregnant. She was, but not right. usually. So now you're, now so, so you got that taken care. Yeah, of. you have found the perfect person. I have. I have. She puts up with my craziness. Like I don't know what's up with me. I make my own words up. Yes, we just we just. Well, like, <laughs> it's like I have like. Um, I like you forgot about that. We had a whole segment about that just a while ago. But I mean, like, I'll be sitting there and I'll be like pointing to that. I'll be like, "Hand me the scrogger," and like Scrog. Carrie has figured out what I mean without pointing at stuff. Yeah, and it changes. Words change all the time. Like, 
I don't know. I think I'm a beautiful genius on the inside of my brain, and it's just like trying to escape, and it's it's just not working. I need the flippity doo, <laughs> and it's like okay. Well, where's the flippity doo? Which one do you want? <laughs> the red flippity doo or the red? You know, lady. You know. So, are you excited for the other Star Wars movie, the Rogue One? Yeah, I think I'm actually more excited about that. I'm really? Yeah. Okay. So. Back to Scott is excited about Star Wars. Okay, I am excited for Episode Seven for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, that Lars Kasdan uh, from West Virginia has co-wrote the script with J.J. Abrams. I think J.J. Abrams does story on this, and Kasdan actually wrote the script. I'm the, or that's how I see it in my brain. They both probably got screenwriting credit, but mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, they're like drinking at the bar, I'm like, all right, and then Luke Skywalker does. I'm like, hell yeah, right. I'm gonna put <laughs> this in there. Right, right, and so. Lars Kasdan uh, is from Northwest Virginia. He is f- he's written a lot of stuff, including the Empire. He wrote the Empire Strikes Back from George Lucas' story. He wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I think he's actually done all. I think he did all three of the Indiana Jones films. And so um, he has crafted and written my childhood safely. <laughs> So you trust him? I do. I do trust him. And um, I like J.J. Abrams for the most part. Um, and I think everything I've seen seems right. Mm. Um, and I've tried not to spoil myself, but God, that's just hard. I mean, I got excited about, like, last week on Instagram, they, they did uh, nine seconds mm. of footage. It's two parts of that was something I'd never seen before. And one of them was um, the, the the black guy, uh, um, Finn, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it is Finn. With, with, a, with Anakin's lightsaber. And I know it's Anakin's lightsaber. And they were like, how do you know this? And I'm like, because A, I'm crazy. <laughs> uh, and so it's like, and so do you know what I mean by Anakin's lightsaber? No. Because right, I, I know you've not seen him in a very long time. Okay, so, you know, Anakin Skywalker's Darth Vader, right? Mm-hmm. And he has this blue lightsaber that he uses throughout the, until he loses it. At, at Mustafar when he's fighting Obi Wan at the end of, end of Episode Three, him and Obi Wan after after he becomes Darth Vader when, before he's in the suit, but when he's yeah you know still human and kicking everyone's butt, um, the, you know Obi Wan defeats him, leaves him crippled, and takes his lightsaber and walks off. <laughs> he does. He just picks it up and leaves. <laughs> he's like, I've taken your arms and legs, and you don't need this. Anymore. You don't need this anymore. You don't have arms or legs. And the reason why he takes it is because you know this this these were written. After the movies, and so in Star Wars, the the uh, episode four, the first one we all saw, uh, Obi Wan gives Luke his father's lightsaber, and mm-hmm. lightsaber, and so Luke, that's what Luke uses this blue lightsaber for two films. When he's fighting Darth Vader on Cloud City, Darth Vader chops his hand hand off the, and his lightsaber. So his hand and lightsaber goes falling into Cloud City, never to be seen again. And that's why Luke makes a new one, the green one. I want to know where Anakin's lightsaber come from. When you look it in the trailer, and plus, because I, I have, it is Anakin's <laughs> lightsaber. And, and then when I saw it light up blue, that's Anakin's lightsaber. I want to know who got it from Cloud City. I, I hope that's, like, talked about. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, here, don't do this to me. Lord. You know, it's just, like, assumed. Like, that's how it, oh, <laughs> Yeah, I got three of them back here. <laughs> I found it at a junk cell. Sale. There was a hand attached to it, but that, that right. was extra. And Ugnaught is... <laughs> So I was like, you know, I'll just take the lightsaber. I don't need the hand. And you don't know what an Ugnaught is. So I don't. An Ugnaught is a little gre- a little uh, pig creature that uh, lives, uh, works at Cloud City. He, well, they live there, too. But <laughs> they're originally from the Anoat system. Okay. So. <laughs> this is my Star Wars education. <laughs> right. So, 
and they briefly mentioned the Inuit system and, and the Empire, and they're like, where are we? Where are the Inuit system? Well, apparently, which is near Bespin, where Cloud City is, which is my favorite place. I would live there. Like, like if someone, like a genie came home and goes, you, all right, you can live in a magical land. I'm like, I'm going to Cloud City. <laughs> Cloud City, here I come. Yeah, like, I was like, I'm Scotty White, Baron Administrator. <laughs> Cloud City. I'd live my life like Lando. I had women and gambling. I'd love it. <laughs> I haven't seen the guy who looks like Billy D. Williams at football games. Maybe he was just in town for a special appearance. <laughs> maybe he's there. Maybe it was Billy D. <laughs> maybe it was. I don't know what he was doing in Cabin Creek. I'm Billy D's not in this new movie. Uh, I, I am. But however, he's been on Star Wars Rebels, and it looks like he's going to be on uh, some more on uh, season two. I've been seeing uh, artwork kind of like uh, like storyboard stuff leak through, and there's a couple of them that look like Lando's in it, and that makes me happy. So is it hard? Do you do it like you, how you were talking about the toy line? Yeah. How you don't want to know any surprises? All right, so no. Is I, it like that? Right. And, it, so, and, and this ties into Force Friday. So Force Friday, for those who don't know, if you're listening to the show, you know what this is. But all right, so I don't know if they did this beforehand, like in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I and if someone out there knows, please tell me, because I, I, I didn't participate in this. But when there was a new movie out since the prequels, you know, they knew new line of toys. Mm-hmm. And so the toy stores would do a midnight release of the toys. All right. So you could see these toys first. Yeah. And or and buy these toys first. And this is, you know, in a lot of cases, this was the first time you could see things from the movie that you've I and mean, get names of characters and stuff. Yeah. Because all we've had is a trailer, two trailers now. And um They've done. I did the midnight release for episode one, uh, and I did it in Pensacola, Florida, at a Toys R Us, and bought a bunch of stuff. And um, yeah, and that wasn't. It wasn't the hoopla that is now. The internet was still yeah, still kind of. I mean, it's ninety nine, so I mean, I had, I had the internet for four years. It was still. <laughs> I think we just got DSL art, uh, not DSL, but DSL. And um, so now they're they're doing it again. And it's a big big deal. Toys R uh, we're we're at Momcast. We're going to be at Toys R Us at Southridge in, in Charleston here, and uh, that was an interesting story. How that happened? Did we talk about how we got it last week? Um, uh, I, I think I don't think we had it officially yeah. last week. I know no, we were yeah. we were planning on it, but we're we, working on we'll it. We'll talk that about it in a second. But uh, Target's got some cool giveaways too. And you want a Chewbacca? You want a Chewbacca Target? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I, I mean, wish it was a real life Chewbacca. I think he'd be cool to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah I'm uh, living in your basement. And Walmart's got, um, they're giving away some stuff. Toys R Us is going to have posters, and we're going to try to get some too. Well, we'll be there, so we should be able to get in line and get some. And then we're going to try to get some of those away later on um, during the course of the weekend. And, uh, and so everybody you know, listening can tweet or whatever. I don't figure out how we're going to do a tweeting or something <laughs> to win posters. And, um, I'm, so I'm really excited about this. And so my plan was to be excited with everyone to see the new toys when on Force Friday. Because I was like, I, I knew about a couple of them, but yeah. I haven't seen them. And um, that got ruined because of the internet and because of me. <laughs> and, and, and I'll put it this way. I am bad about spoilers. Yeah. I am bad. Like, if I see spoiler about something I really want to see that I shouldn't touch... I'm going to look at yeah, it. Yeah, you just can't. And so I was on, because I'm on various Star Wars sites and whatnot and tweets and whatever, and I saw, uh, I guess two weeks ago, someone had posted pictures of the new figures. And I'm like, you're not supposed to see those. Those are two <laughs> weeks away. How dare you? And my mouse was like going toward the picture to click it. <laughs> and I was like, no mouse. 
don't do it. And then I realized that was my hand doing that. And, <laughs> and then my brain was starting to rationalize, like, okay, all right, it's, it's, it's probably just a couple of figures. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, brain. And then... You can handle just a few yeah, figures. Yeah, just, just take the edge off. Take the edge off, right? Just a little bit. You, you're excited. You, you you don't want to be too excited. And who knows, the store you, you're going to might not have all these right, guys. Right, right. You don't want to like get there and, and like throw up because you're so excited. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, remember, remember when you were 10? You don't want that to happen again. <laughs> and so, and then I was like, no, Brain, I want to be surprised. And then I was like, well, you've seen the thumbnails already. <laughs> Twitter's ruined that for yeah, you. You've seen the thumbnails. Go ahead and finish just, it just off. Just go ahead. I mean, it's you, you know what you know what it's going to be. You've yeah. already you've seen you know Finn in his package. You're just like, okay, we'll see it in all its glory. And so, so I saw like the first four figures, and it was um, uh, Kylo Ren, Finn, uh, Ray, and um, I think a stormtrooper, the flame trooper. And then I was like, okay, cool. If they only spoil these four, I'm all right. And then, then during the day. More kept leaking. What had happened was uh, someone had purchased them. One of the one of the stores, and I think it was a Walmart, just put them out <laughs> before Force Friday. Right, just because you know, you know, and I understand you get into a routine of the merchandise must go out. Yeah, so they set up a, a, at least a box or a display of them, and some of them got leaked out, and so uh, people were buying them and taking pictures of them, throwing them on eBay. I mean, people were selling like a hundred. Oh, I bucks. bet. And I'm like. I can wait two weeks. I don't have to pay a hundred dollars for this thing. I'll pay yeah. the, the fifteen, you know, ten, fifteen, whatever the hell it's going to cost me anyway. But because when I was a kid, Star Wars action figures were three bucks. <laughs> They're like ten bucks now, and I'm like, oh wow, ow, inflation, <laughs> right? That's how I feel about video games. Like right. video games were like thirty bucks. At last video games, like I really was when I was hardcore buying video games, fifty dollars. Now they're seventy, and I'm like. Uh, I don't know if I'm buying Madden. All it is is a roster update, pretty much. So <laughs> I don't think I need to spend that extra twenty dollars. Is, is it seventy for? Is it seventy for for the last gen systems, or is it seventy for the new gen stuff? I think it's seventy for the new gen. Yeah, but I think it's still like sixty for. I couldn't tell it's you. It's like ten dollars difference yeah. for the roster update. So I, and that's I'm like, oh man, I can't do that. I remember when game like I feel like I feel like an old grandpa. But I remember when games were like fifty dollars. <laughs> and I remember when I thought that was bad. Right. Right, and and they'll just get worse. Mm-hmm. And I don't know; they may not because um, if everything goes digital, I mean, the new Wii specs, the new Nintendo system, mm-hmm. is the specs that got leaked, and it looks like it doesn't have um, a disk drive. Oh, it's all digital. You know, so it's all just, downloadable. Yeah. And so, if you take out the cost of if you take out the cost of manufacturing, might go down a little bit. Or what they'll do is put the, that cost of manufacturing into development and try to make better games, or just eat the money. Probably eat the money. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's going to be seventy dollars for this digital download. Right. So uh, we're going to be at Force Friday at uh, Toys R Us at. Uh, we'll be there about eleven. Uh, it's doors open at twelve oh one. We're going to do some interviews. Um, so this is kind of our first live. You know, we're going to we're going to periscope it and do some other things. And so uh, I'll have a. My plan is to shoot it, come back to campus early. Like like I'm hoping to get the key so I can get it in, and then edit it and then upload it and then go home sleep and go to work. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so I, I like to have it for you know I like to go ahead and have it early. Yeah. And um, so I was excited about that. Um, we'll probably have a couple of figure giveaways too for the weekend. I plan to get some stuff. So if you can't make it to Force Friday, well, at least we can help you celebrate. Yeah, and and for it's like it's a it's like an early Christmas. I'm really I'm really 
I, I've, I've seen a lot of the figures, mm-hmm. um, and then I saw a thumbnail of some ones that I hadn't seen, so I think the wave is bigger than I think it is, and so yeah. I'm like, I, my brain Aren't was there like, like vehicles and stuff? That yeah, 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 there's vehicles, and um, there's two lines of figures, um, there's a, there may be three, there may be a giant size figure too, but there's a, a three and a quarter, which is the traditional, and then there's a six inch, uh, the black series, and um, those are a little bit more detailed, and they're for collectors, and see, that's the thing, you know, when I was a to, you know, we played with them, and all those kids grew mm-hmm. up, and they're like, we still want them. And so, Hasbro decided to make these collectors editions. They're not; they, they don't do that cheap. They don't call them collector editions anymore. I don't, I don't think they do. But, um, but that's what they were. They're, they're not. I mean, kids can play with them, but they're 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 pretty expensive too, aren't they? They're not. I don't know, like twenty bucks. Oh, I was thinking like like a hundred dollars. I know because I know there's some uh, like pieces uh, that are a hundred and some dollars. Oh yeah, well, your collectibles do these great figures, um, and they're um, they're pricey, but they're We'll yeah, do. there's a couple of my want. I think I'm. Um, um, I like in Star Wars. I like the the, the Tie Fighter, the H, the 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 bad guy ship. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. Their pilots, I think, have always looked cool. They're one of my favorite looking. Like if I were a cosplay a stormtrooper guy, or I'd be a Tie Fighter pilot because I just think they look cool. Yeah. And so and um, those and the Biker Scouts, which are the they they're different looking stormtroopers from um, indoor. You see them, you'll see them. They but they have flipped up heads and they look cool. And so, but they've got the uh, they. Tie Fighter comes at the end of the year, and he looks really. It's like two hundred bucks. And I'm thinking, with the new job, I might be able yeah, to swing that. I can afford this, right? And, and you know, I don't. And like I said, I don't collect a lot of stuff anymore. But I kind of like. I'd like to have him in the office. Just mm-hmm. like, what's up? He, he's gonna fly a Tie Fighter one day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> one day he will grow up and he will fly this Tie Fighter. Out and they uh, and there's a new Tie Fighter pilot. There's a new Tie Fighter, a new Tie Fighter pilot for um, the um, Force uh, uh, Awakens. And you see him in the trailer. He's the one chasing the Falcon. They get a close-up. He's got this one hose coming, which makes no sense to me. But <laughs> I still think he looks cool. And they've done, they're doing two versions of that. Uh, there's a, a collector's edition. He's six inches. And and then there's the normal three and a quarter inch. And they, but they made two TIE Fighters. There's a collector's edition TIE Fighter for the six and a half. It's just bigger. It's a bigger yeah. TIE Fighter. You put the six and a half. And the six and a half inches is a half a foot of a yeah, guy. Yeah. Stick him in a giant Ah, oh, I'm kind of like, I don't want to buy that, but I may have to. <laughs> I don't want to, but I will. <laughs> it's like, you know, twist my arm. And so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that. I'm hoping we have a little bit of a crowd. I don't know. It's Charleston. I don't know. This is, to me, this I is an experiment. I figure there probably will be a little bit of one at yeah, least. Yeah, and I hope people are excited. I hope we get some, you know, yeah. you know, like I said, this is kind of our first thing, and, you know, if it's a bit hit, it'll be us out there. We'll be excited. I wonder if they're going to do, like, a limited, like, you can only grab, like, you'd only buy so many. As far as I know, there's no limits on Toys R Us. I think Target has a limit of five. I can't remember. The, those lists are already out, too, so yeah. you can just Google that and find out what yeah. limits are. Um, I, uh, I know Target's got, like, coupons. Really? Yeah, you like you know you get there's two of them. You get uh, and you know we're going to Toys R Us and look at we're talking about Target, <laughs> uh, but Toys R Us has not have done this. I mean, yeah. Toys, there's a great poster with Toys R Us and there's the first. I'm trying to figure that for let me let me promote Toys R Us first since they were the kind enough to allow us to be there. Toys R Us has um, a, a poster that's I believe the first 100 people in line get get it. And then there's a Lego kit mm-hmm. that I think the first 25 get. Nice. And so I think that that's what they have. Walmart's got medallions. Thing. They look like Pogs to me. I'm not quite sure exactly what it is. Are Pogs still like around? No, no. God, I hope not. I have, probably, like, there's one guy in Wyoming who I love po- Pogs. I love Pogs. I'm, gonna, I love I'm Pogs. a Pog battler. I'm a Pog battler. <laughs> pogs are stupid. I collected them. I, didn't, I mean, I know you're supposed to play a game with Pogs, but... 
I never figured out what the heck that game was. <laughs> because it's Hawaii, and then they do things a little different <laughs> down in Hawaii. Uh, and then, uh, so Tiger Scout, I guess they're doing the Chewbacca giveaway. Because yeah. I don't know what they're handing out, but they had two coupons that you could do. Um, for if you spend fifty dollars on Star Wars, if you get ten dollars off, you spend a hundred, you get twenty dollars off. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. You not, can get another figure for right, right. You, or, for what you save, right? And so, and or put ten dollars down on Battlefront. Or oh, I cannot wait for that game. We're gonna do some live stuff with Battlefront. We're gonna have some fun with that. Um, I hope. Um, uh, I'm just really. I'm hoping. To, I just can't wait. I really am looking forward to this. And I know at Target they have a cool like on their cash register like the conveyor belt thing. Mm-hmm. It's got like the Star Wars script. Like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's got the font and the print. It's, oh, that's it's cool. pretty cool. See, Target, Target went hardcore. Uh, uh, let me talk about Toys, Toy, uh, Toys R Us again, because uh, uh, we've given a lot of shout-out to Target. And <laughs> Target, yeah, honestly, Target's doing this right. Um, but Toys R Us has been great to us. And um, we, uh, uh, we approached our local <laughs> store. And our local store wasn't really receptive to the idea of us bringing cameras and yep. you know, hurting <laughs> out and, and for that. And, Rightfully so, because you know, you know, the manager has a lot of stuff of responsibility. Yeah, one of those protect that store, and I get it, hundred percent. But luckily, the, the same day I found out the manager wasn't really cool <laughs> about us doing this, uh, StarWars.com had this whole thing where they wanted people to do exactly what yeah. we're doing. They wanted to share the experience, and it's going, you know, Force Friday is a is going is a global event, and they're doing it for eighteen hours, and so it starts in Sydney because you know Sydney has it first, and it's going to go all the way through, and they're going to stop in San Francisco, but it's going through all these all these countries and 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 all these live videos and stuff like that, and they're like, go make your own and be yeah. do and, and have fun, and so I took that and I was like. The worst they can tell me is no. Yeah. So I went into Toys R Us's corporate website, not the, the not the one where you buy the toys, but where all, and I found their public relations department, and I directly emailed their PR, and 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 laid out everything. You know, you know, we tried this, and this is what happened. We couldn't mm-hmm. get in, but this is what Star Wars.com is saying. And this is what we do. We just want to celebrate fandom, and the rep who got back to me was the nicest greatest kindest person ever was like oh yeah sure you can yeah well yeah exactly and she is she she coordinated with the manager and so you know they know we're coming and it's a you know it's a cool thing yeah, and yeah. so shout out to toys r us you know where a kid can be a kid i guess what's one when i was little maybe have a new i don't think they do i think it's still the same thing with, you know, with jeffrey and all kinds of stuff i know king every year gets a birthday call from him we're, Jeffrey. Oh, that's cool. Jeffrey calls every year. So. I should have signed up for that. He called me on my birthday. Like, Happy <laughs> birthday, Scotty. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're 10 again. <laughs> Why are you always 10? What happened? Why are you always 10? Do you know I, age? I've got this disease. Stuck at 10. It's, stuck at 10, right? It's my cross to bear. <laughs> can't drive, can't drink, can't vote. But I got Battlefront, so. <laughs> I can play all the video yeah, games I want. want. <laughs> So um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I think uh, the only figure I really, I mean, Tie Fighter figure I probably would buy. The other one I want is Captain Phasma. Mm-hmm. Captain Phasma is this um, chrome-plated stormtrooper with a cape, and it's a it's a it's a lady. And I'm really it's a stupid name. The, we, I've talked about this on the podcast yeah. before. All the names are stupid. Captain Phasma. Phasma Hux and Kylo Kylo Ren's the neatest one out of them. But it's, yeah, but the I mean Kylo Ren's has like a Star Wars name. Hux just sounds like like the guy down the street in the holler up. Here. Be like, hey, that's Hux down there. Don't Hux, what's up, Hux? What you doing? I'm working on my tractor. Yeah, with my well, wife, Captain Phasma. <laughs> while I listen to the grill out. <laughs> while I listen to the grill out on the Mopcast Network. Um. So, 
<laughs> plug, plug, plug. Um, so that's uh, that's the one I'm I'm looking for. The figure looks too cool too because I've been spoiled on that one. You gonna open them? No. Well, no. Or are you gonna buy two? Buy one to open and one to keep. Seal away. I don't know. I've got the last figure. I don't. I don't buy often, but the last figure I bought was Hera from Star Wars Rebels because uh-huh. I'm a huge Rebels. Fan, yeah, and I love Hera. She's my favorite character. Hashtag I heart Kara. Hera. God, man, I am just... And maybe Kara. Go Kara out there. Maybe there's a nurse named Kara out there listening. Hey, Kara, are you listening? (laughs) Hashtag I heart Hera. And, um... I am... uh, I I, I bought one, but when I I, I picked up the the figure, there was another one behind it, and I was like... It's fate. Right. (laughs) I should have two. And so I bought both of them. Yeah. And they're hard... They're kind of hard to come by. Would you have bought a third if there was a third behind the second one? Well, it depends on how much money I had. (laughs) And so now I've got two, and uh, my plan was to open one, and I haven't opened it either. And I just... Yeah? I I don't know. I... Here's my thought. I could... Put her on a bag on the wall, and yeah. I can look at her. Or I can open her and lose her. Because that's that true. probably what will happen. Yeah. She gets stuck in a box. Up. So I think uh, I'm going to keep one and use another as a giveaway during our first anniversary. So nice. Perhaps maybe to, to some lucky rebellion <laughs> listener out there. <laughs> so that may be a hint. But so there's Because it's a two-pack. It's a, a hair and a stormtrooper. And so it's very, very cool. I know, like, my buddy, he's a huge collector. And I told you how I got that shadow box, and I put all my stuff yeah, up there. Yeah, I saw the, saw the picture. And um, he was like, I can't believe you. And it's like a mix of like Simpsons, Futurama, Funkos, and like right. uh, Raven stuff. So like, he was like, I can't believe you opened that Ray Lewis bobblehead. I was like, I will never sell that. Like, it'll be mine. Right, I'm, I'm not going to try to turn any of this stuff up here for profit. I got it because I like it. And, and I might it, not necessarily play with it, right? but I like it. It's cool looking at it's, it. It's... I, I'm learning. I'm learning now that there are the two types of collectors. Mm-hmm. And when I was collecting stuff, yeah, you never opened anything. Yeah. Now there's the two types of you know, people open stuff because they want to enjoy it. Yeah. And so sometimes you know, sometimes loose stuff ha- holds value. And so and I've realized that I'm not really in this for money. I used to mm-hmm. be, but I didn't. When I sold most of my figures, I didn't make anything. And I gave a lot of the stuff away, but I never made any money or anything off of it. So, um, and like I don't know and. There's some vintage carded stuff I'd like Star Wars stuff I'd mm-hmm. like to get. I'd love to get a vintage carded Lando because I love Lando. Um, I want to. I used to have one, but I want another vintage Han and Carbonite, and it's like a three hundred dollar, four hundred dollar figure now, because they were they were made in the last wave of uh, Star Wars figures in '85. They did this thing called Power of the Force, and it was basically Kenner just like, "Well, we're not going to make any more of these, and so we need to you know push this out." <laughs> we need to flood not, the market. Well, the last movie is gone, and they didn't think they were making another yeah. movie, so they're you know. Marketing, and so they flooded. The, the, they didn't make as many, and they were hard to come by. And and as a kid, I'd always, I would always want that one, and never got it. And I bought it when I guess a couple years out of high school, I found one and bought bought it uh, on a at a auction or a show. That's like my one toy that I really want to buy is just a Zoidberg Futurama from Toonami. Yeah, just a regular size one. But those things, I'm not paying three hundred dollars for a, for a Zoidberg figure. That's what they're going for. Yeah, wow. Like they're going crazy, and that's like the low end. Like the hedonism bot from Futurama. Right. The little um the little short ones that are like three inches tall. Right. The uh, kid robots. Right. They sell for close to five hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm not spending five hundred dollars for something that 
easily could fit right. in the palm of my hand. Okay, so but but if, like he had a million dollars. Oh yeah, if I was if <laughs> I was raking in the money, yeah, I would have no problem. I'd be like, here, here's. Would you like six for this guy? I will give you six. Just deliver them hand handheld to my house. But I mean, yeah, like maybe if economic. You know, if it right. was different, yeah, but still, I don't know. I think Carrie yeah, kicked my butt. Yeah, you know, I, I, butt. I, I, I get it. It's like trying to justify it. As I get older, it's like harder to justify it. I hate that, that part about growing up, yeah. trying to justify things. You're like, oh, like, I'll go to the store and I'll have like all kinds of cool stuff that I want to buy. And I'm like, do you really need that? Like, it's I, like, I, I had that thought a lot of times too. And <laughs> now it's like, it's like, just shut up, brain. And everything, <laughs> like, like, I stop. I now only buy Blu rays. If I know I can, yeah, it has the digital download download version on it because that's the version I'm going to use. Yeah, and then I keep thinking, well, why don't I just go to iTunes and buy, buy it. Or, or Amazon and buy the digital download of that? And I'm like, my brain keeps saying, but you have to have something physical. What yeah. happens? Something happens. I'm like, but the, the, my brain is weird. It's like, don't you know, look at Star Wars stuff and <laughs> buy useless crap. <laughs> just go ahead. Well, that's like, I love eBay because I just get on there and just buy like. Bid on all kinds of random stuff. Right. Never win. Like right. I told, I was talking to my buddy. I get bored, and like people are probably gonna hate me for this, but I would go to Funkos and go to like the cheapest ones, and just up, just up the bids. And then once I got out bid, like got up so high, I just drop out. Right. So like I, w- it's kind of a dick move. But, <laughs> I mean, it's it is what it is. It was the, fun. It's the fun seller though. likes you. Yeah, they're like, yeah, come on, keep bidding. How many Funkos you got? I don't have that many. No, um, I don't have any. Well, maybe like. Maybe I have one. I think I'm a Lando one. I think I have like six Funkos. I don't know if it's Funko or the other one. I can't remember. But I have a Lando. That's cool. That's really cool. Like I said, Lando. Yeah, I Lando's, Lando's your guy. And Lando's my guy. And um, uh, Lando and Hera. That's my, my, my two right now. Um, and like I said, uh, I got... Uh, I think we talked about this a little bit last week. But if I ever go by collecting, I'm just going to collect Cloud City stuff. I have like a whole bunch of like just random Simpsons figures. Right. Like Because that's what I was into. And, um, like, I even have, like, the whole Main Street. Right. I have that. Un- and, like, my I bought them and would open them. Right. And just leave them around my room. Like, not even put them on shelves. Just, like, put them in the floor. Right. I'm talking, like, 16, 17-year-old me going to the Toys R Us buying Simpson toys. But, I mean, that's what I was into. And the, only, the only one I, I want is a Ralph. <laughs> I love Ralph Wilkins. my favorite yeah. character in Simpsons. He is just... Like, if... I, seriously, when, I'm, when I'm, I'm, I'm down or, you know, I'm just not having a good day... I'll go uh, YouTube and, and go look for Ralph Wilhelm, like, um, you know, mega cuts and, and, and start la- and just laughing. I just, sleep, that's where I'm a Viking. And I'm going to Africa. And just, I just, he makes me laugh. I bit my Wookiee. Uh, if I'm having a bad day, I think of, um, I think of one thing in particular. I used to work with this guy who was an alcoholic. Uh-huh. And at one point, he lived on some lady's lawn in a tent. And a windstorm came and it knocked his tent into the river so he did go and chase it down and that's the saddest thing it is but like i we're friends right so like i laugh at it so i don't know if that makes me a good friend or a bad friend but um i would say i sit there and laugh about it like if i'm if i'm down i'll sit there and think about that put a little smile on my face i heard a sad or kids cussing a little kids cussing you probably find a compilation of that on youtube too <laughs> I was get Keegan. I like uh, the Thug Life stuff with the with the kids doing that kind of stuff. I don't think I've ever seen. Oh those. yeah, yeah. Just just Google Thug Life. <laughs> um, I, my favorite Thug Life I've seen recently is um, so it's at a baseball game and uh, I think in Major League and this foul ball is hit and this kid catches a foul ball right. Mm-hmm. Yay, little kid! 
But there's and he's like I don't know eight to ten, and there's these two very attractive women behind him, uh-huh. and so he turns around and gives them the ball. <laughs> All cute, everything. All on camera, right? Perfect, perfect moment. And then someone watched the replay of that, and what that kid did was he had a ball with him, and so he kept the game ball and pocked it and gave him the, the ball he brought with him. <laughs> and so there, there's a thing that doesn't, and it doesn't, they get a close up, and then they add the Thug Life stuff to it. It's like the music changes, Thug Life, and I'm like, that kid was balling. That kid's gonna grow up and be a ladies' man. That kid, yeah, that kid figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all about that. Just watch this. I don't. That was super weird. Yeah, I don't know what you were. I don't. Know. I was trying to pretend like I was that kid. Right, but like, there's like sleight of hand, but it, it didn't work. Also, audio podcast. Yeah, well, it was for you. It was oh, always you. for you. I got you. I got you. Just get the audio part, yeah. and you just destroyed my hopes and dreams. Of that. Thank you so much. <laughs> I had also aspirations of being a street magician, not musician, <laughs> but magician. Apparently, I can't speak today. Did you see the magicians when they they were here on campus when we had them a couple years no. ago? No, oh, really, they're no. friends of mine. I um. Yeah, we, I'm friends with magicians, and that is very, very cool to me. They are, um, they do this um, steampunk um, style magic show, and um, it's uh, Nelson Illusions, mm-hmm. and um, they've been to campus twice. And the first year they were here, I helped out backstage and, and stuff and help them load and stuff and stuff and they were so sweet because I love magic I love I love illusions and stuff and so you know when you work backstage you know I just signed a confidentiality agreement and I said this is going to be the easiest agreement for it I'm A never going to say anything B I don't want to be spoiled by anything mm-hmm. and they looked at me and was like really because you know I want to believe that it's legit legit I mean yeah. I, you know, logically I understand the, you know, <laughs> tricks but I don't want to know how it's yeah. done because I'd like to... And, you don't want to ruin that. Right. And, you know, and so they would have me break, you know, move stuff. But when there was something that would come up where you would see the whatever, they're like, just go over there, Scotty. And they would do it and, and we'd box it up or whatever. And then I would carry the box out. So I didn't see anything. Huh. And, That's cool. And so, and um, they're great people, though. I'll, I'll put their link down because they travel. Definitely get a chance to see them. They, they do... Um, so, husband, wife, and their daughter, and they have a, a new guy with them, and um, yeah, they, they've been doing. They, I think they're from Pennsylvania. They go all the way around, but it's a a, a pretty large show. They, um, the coolest thing they do is the daughter, Sheree. Uh, they, uh, they have a giant drill, like mm-hmm. this huge drill, and she gets on the end, and they they pale her on the end of it, and they, it picks her up and spins her around, and it's. Pretty awesome. That sounds pretty cool. They, yeah, so it's and um, the, the 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 mother does this great thing with um, umbrellas, where she's just pulling umbrellas. I got tons of umbrellas everywhere. It's probably my that's probably my favorite. You know, this, uh, bit they do is where they trick they do is the the umbrella stuff because she's making snow happen and umbrellas are coming out of everywhere. And it's just and birds are showing. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like. You are she a sorcerer. Right, she is. Sorceress. Because there is no, like, she's just like in a jacket, and there's her, and there's like, there's got to be 50 umbrellas. And like, where do you put all this? In <laughs> our dimension. That's, and so I, I love that stuff. And, and I'm glad I'm glad there are people like Nelson Illusions out there who are preser- preserving this ancient art of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, or in the old days, they'd be like, witches! But, 
witchcraft. But I so I, I dig them and they're touring around. I'll put a link to to at the bottom because they're fixing up. They're about to update the show and uh, or they just did and they've got some new ad stuff out there. So you get to see everything. But they're, they're I'm a huge fan. Uh, so, so I am friends with magicians. That is the coolest thing to me. It's like I could go back and tell five year old Sky, say, you're gonna know magic people. You're gonna know magic people. You life life will be alright. <laughs> You'll know magic people. So if you could go back in time and see a younger version of yourself, what would you tell them? What would I tell them? Um Probably not the best idea to break into a to putt putt. <laughs> You will never play putt putt. Okay. Well, like, I, no, I mean, like, because we, I think I've told you this story before about how we got in trouble for breaking into putt putt after they went out of business. Did I tell you that story? I don't think so. Well, like, putt putt right down the street from us. Um, Still? Yeah. I mean, it's not putt putt now. It's just a church building now, but it was putt putt. Um, we walked in there. It had been closed, and we'd gone in there like four or five times just looking around, not right. taking anything. And there were people that were going in there breaking stuff, and that wasn't us. But, um, we got caught because this uh, this kid was over there, and he threw, like, um, you know, the carousels, like right. how they have the little animals. He picked up, like, one of the fiberglass animals and tossed it out of a window. Somebody heard him, so we got busted. Right. And, like, we didn't break and enter. We walked in. That was my defense. It was like the door was wide open, so we just walked in. It wasn't breaking and entering. But... Nothing really happened to us. So you're like, we didn't break anything, we just entered. Yeah. I was like, well, you can charge us with entering, not right, breaking, breaking and entering. We didn't break anything, we entered. Um, but came out, like, none of us were 18, and the cops handcuffed us, didn't read us our rights or anything like that, and they let the guy who owned the business photograph us without our consent or our parents' consent. So they, <laughs> if we agreed not to press charges, they agreed not to... Not right. to file anything so I, I would probably tell myself don't break into putt-putt and not the best idea no, no, don't enter yeah don't enter putt-putt after they're out of business and probably not the best idea to set in a refrigerator box in the middle of a street did you do that i did do that yeah at night me and my buddy me and um like three of my friends somebody got a new refrigerator or a new washer and we set in a cardboard box in the middle of the street i would feel bad if we'd have got hit i mean obviously we yeah, probably got hurt but like what if we would have died which that wouldn't have you know, we'd be Which dead. I'd be ghost. This, this would be an awkward podcast. It would be. Scotty <laughs> and the ghost. Um, but like, That's our Halloween edition. The person that hit us would have been charged with like four counts of manslaughter, vehicular manslaughter. I don't think so. No? no. I don't think they would have got in trouble? It was an accident. Yeah, but that's true. I was just thinking about ruining some poor guy's life. <laughs> like this this soccer dad just coming home from practice late right. night and he ran, runs down four kids in a refrigerator box. Oh, we didn't even talk about Jimmy Snooker, did we? We didn't. All right, so Jimmy Superfly Snuka, Snuka is um, got arrested for <laughs> a decades-old murder. Is it is it is it murder? Third-degree murder? Yeah, right? third yeah degree. I think they charged him with manslaughter. Is it manslaughter? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I think I've got it on my phone. Yeah, let's see what he's being charged with. But apparently, he they say he beat up his girlfriend who died in 1983. And so it's, you know, 30, what, was it 33 years later, in the life, the life of Jesus, they've decided to, <laughs> to charge him. Yeah, and he just got, you know, and, you know, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. And I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, guilty or innocent proven guilty. We're not in Cardassia. So <laughs> I watch a lot of Deep Space Nine, and that's how it is in Cardassia. It's like, guilty until you're proven innocent. It's like, well, that doesn't work. <laughs> 
It doesn't say what they charged him with, but but uh, yeah. So he got, uh, I think, either manslaughter or third degree. Yeah, I think it's 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 like the lesser of the crimes of killing people. Like I mean, that just looks like a defeated man, right there. Wow, that picture of him. Like he's just like, I'm resigned to the fact that I'm probably guilty. Yeah, but he's got like stomach cancer. Oh, one count of involuntary manslaughter. Oh, involuntary manslaughter. So that's even like. That's not even a jail sentence, I don't think. It's like yeah, a stiff fine like and a slap on the wrist. And but yeah, he. I mean, in his story, he changed his story so many times. Right. Like at first, that she slipped on the side on the highway while they were peeing. Yeah. Was the story he gave, and then they got in a fight. Um, they were got in a fight, and he pushed her. And then one was they were fooling around. He told right. the cops they were fooling around, and she fell. And stuff like that. And another one he told Vince McMahon was that he was out drinking all night with other wrestling guys right. in Allentown, and he came back, and she was, she was no longer there. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's. I wish the best, but man, wrestling is getting the just a. It's not been a good summer for. It's us. not. They a lot yeah, of people Hulk, been busted for being racist. Yeah, Hulk Hogan, who uh, was on Good Morning America, was like, "I'm sorry for being a racist or whatever." But my defense for Hulk Hogan, and I'm not defending racism, <laughs> but. If and then the racism. <laughs> but if you rock a Fu Manchu in a skullet for any part of your life, chances are you're probably a little bit racist. Well, you know, that guy's kind of a white supremacist. That's what I would look at. Like, I, would, I know it's bad to judge a book by the cover, but I'd be like, that guy probably doesn't like minorities. <laughs> right, that guy's probably not. <laughs> you know, that's him. That's what he. That's his cross about. I'm not right. going to judge him, but... In my defense of racism, and I will do... <laughs> here, 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 seriously, racism is a horrible thing. Uh-huh. But it's been around for a long time. And just because we say it's bad doesn't mean it's going to automatically go away or change the hearts of people. Mm-hmm. I think Terry. <laughs> Terry, if you're listening. Is, is feeling, maybe he's having some thoughts about, well, maybe maybe these are this is wrong. And probably stuff he probably, because he got busted for saying stuff he said year, a while ago, right? Yeah, like, when the whole... Um when his whole adult tape leaked. Right, so and when, when was that? It's been a few years ago. Right, yeah. so maybe, probably probably not as long as it should have been, but <laughs> maybe he's having the thoughts of, you know, you know, maybe he's, like a lot of people, I mean, my, my, my parents have gone through a, a racial readjustment in their, in their mm-hmm. thoughts because they were growing up in the South and in a time where, you know, I mean, I think my, my parents just missed segregation or when they were... Like the, the uh, integration started to happen, mm-hmm. so I mean that's their. It so, was yeah. So, of course, they're you know just because we say it's wrong doesn't mean all those thoughts goes. You're right, it's wrong. <laughs> it should be that way, but it's not. Yeah. So, I think we look at it now that it's even with stuff going on in Ferguson and and, and and New York and other places, I still think it's getting better than it was. Yeah, I mean it's not as widespread. It. Time, it's going to take more time, and and that's okay. It's, it's you know because sociology just stuff doesn't change all night. I don't understand. We should condemn this guy. I mean, is it, how old is Hulk now? He's got to be in his sixties. He's like you know, he's like grandpa. Grandpa sometimes says racist stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like oh, that's crazy grandpa. Right, crazy grandpa. And he took a lot of chair shots to the head. Not right, again, not defending right, what he right, said, right, but right, you know you don't have to agree with it, and and clearly I don't. But you know I can I can understand. It's different. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. Time, and it takes time for that to happen, and it, and it may not happen in his lifetime. You know, he may go to his grave thinking what he thinks, and you know, he thought that way because he was taught that way. 
He just doesn't. You, you don't. We don't wake up every day. We're not. We don't come into this world like I'm gonna hate people. <laughs> I'm gonna hate you and you, yeah. but I'm gonna like you guys. Right, right. He's like, well, you're a different looking to me. Gonna <laughs> hate you. And, no, you're taught that, and yeah. he was taught that, and hopefully he did not teach his kids that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm about to say, wait. Well, he, he definitely didn't teach his son to drive. <laughs> That was a horrible, horrible joke. <laughs> but true. <laughs> I'm just digging myself deeper. But, you know, it, really, honestly, Hulk's got a lot of stuff to deal with. Plus this, I was just like... Yeah. yeah. I do. I feel bad for him. I hope, I, hope, I hope he's able to... I think he will. It's Hulk Hogan. I don't think we're... There's too much money behind him to not... For it to and, not be eventually and, forgiven. And as far as I know, he's not like Bill Cosby. I don't think he's drugged at 70 women. And, and <laughs> Exactly. So, if he, if he just has, a, like, I don't want a black guy dating my daughter. And that commentary was on <laughs> his tape. Like, that's right. what it was recorded from. Like, of course he didn't plan for that to get out. Right. So, it's not like he made hate speeches. Right. And it's like, it's interesting to me that he has a private thought and a private conversation and that's not sacred. Yeah. But also, it was on a adult tape that they leaked. Yeah, but he, so did he leak it? The the guy's wife did. Yeah, but... But they're, they're best friends. So you think he was in on it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like with any of those tapes, well, then, at least. Never mind. Tear your scum. <laughs> I'm trying to defend you, but I don't know. Did I mean, I, he said he didn't leak it, but... Everybody who has one leaked. What was it? What was it? It's it's like the um. Did you watch VMAs or anything? No, I don't watch I didn't. VMAs, but I kept. I, I mean, I was, it was Sunday, so I was kept keeping up with it on, yeah. the, on on the interwebs, um, uh, on the net, <laughs> and um, then I, I saw the replay of the Nicki Minaj and Miley Cyrus mm-hmm. brief, and I and I watched that, and for it didn't take me very long to go with. Man, this is like WWE. And then I got thinking, I was like, maybe they're in the back before they get on stage. Like, all right, all right, all right, Miley. This is what we're going to talk about. We're gonna talk about I'm going to say some stuff about you, and you've got to get y'all uppity. And then we'll just, we'll have a fire. You will yeah. high five Miley. And then. <laughs> Go out, do the show, and come back. And, and then, then, that was good. And, and she, Nikki's out like, you know, hey, Miley, you said stuff about me in the interviews. And Miley's like, you know how they say stuff in interviews. And then. <laughs> yeah, it's it like, was, I don't think that's a real beef. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might be, but I don't think. I think it's for. I think it's just for. Yeah, exactly. Um, Keep their name in the press. Well, like that's, I there are people in my family, who, were older or who are older who have that line of thought that Hulk Hogan has, and they've talked to me before because you know I have a daughter, right? And they're like, well, what what's your take on that? And I was like, honestly, I don't care if T. Tegan. I don't care if Keegan... She's up there with, with Kara. <laughs> I don't care who she <laughs> Tegan dates. Tegan and Kara. I said, I don't care who she dates. As long as whoever it is treats her treats her well. Right. I don't care. Man, woman, black, white, Asian. Doesn't matter. As long as they treat her nice and she's happy, that's all I care about. I'm a little concerned if like an alien from another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like if the Mothman, you know. Right. Does yeah. listen. If, yeah, Mothman out there. I'm going to have some issues with you probably dating my daughter. Right. Just well, putting well, that out there. For maybe moth people should stay together. I don't know. Moth people should <laughs> be with moth people. All right. So uh, um, speaking of beefs, I have one. Where's the beef? I, I have one, and I'm, I'm calling him out. Hey, Greasy Rick. I know you've heard some. I know you've been talking about me in the press and and on Twitter and stuff. Stop. We used to be friends, bro. 
I don't know what this is, but I'm calling you out. You and your stupid little grill-out show ain't nothing without my network. You ain't nothing without the Mopcast. You're not. You're definitely nothing without Aaron Prime, right? Come on, Aaron right, Prime. Right, yeah. Right? You're, you're nothing you're, without Aaron Prime. So go back to your so trailer, Greasy Rick. Go back to your trailer, Greasy Rick. So, you know, you know, I made you. I can break you. Aaron definitely made you. He can break you. So I don't care what you got to say about that, but, you know, I, I'm calling you out. Down, Greasy Rick. I yeah. think that'd be a good fight, like. Like we should take that. I can that. take him. Like, I can like, take yeah. him. I can take him. I mean, in a, in a heartbeat. You know, yeah. the seventeenth of the wrestling match. I'll take you. I'll take on Greasy Rick. You heard it here, folks. Well, Greasy Rick won't show up because he's a coward. Greasy Rick. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as like somebody yeah. who's like real like man. Like not real manly, but like a coward. Oh, I've seen him. He's covered in tater tots and sadness. Yeah, he's he's not a very pleasant looking man. Right. So Greasy Rick, I'm calling you out. You know, he also is called Sad Belly, as well. <laughs> yeah, is he? I think that's another nickname they have for him. Yeah. Well, we know some sad bellies out here. And so, if you want to hear what Grishy Rick's got to say, if Grishy well, Grishy really don't listen because he's got crust in his ears. Yeah, he, he probably doesn't even have internet. <laughs> he's got to go down to the library. <laughs> got to go to the library. The library. Library. <laughs> got to go. Yeah. So, calling you out, Grishy Rick, but you're not listening. So, whatever, Greasy Rick. Uh, uh, I think it's about a show, right? That's uh, yeah, that's more than a show. Uh, so, um, uh, you can follow me at at Scotty White. Uh, follow the network at Mobcast Network. We're on YouTube at uh, Mobcast Network. Come listen to us on YouTube. Um, subscribe, please. We got some video stuff coming. Fourth Friday's coming up, so you can see our video stuff there. Um, you can follow uh, Aaron at PageDad88 on Twitter. We've got some great shows this week. We've uh, Hot Stacks is, is looked at. Uh, they have a two part. The first part is on Final Fantasy VII. They, they talk about so much. They, it's in two parts. Um, there is a. Uh, uh, Memory Card Radio has done. Uh, they're really talking about uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, the new one. So they're, they're a big conversation about that. Me and uh, a friend of mine, Dave Brock, uh, are recording tomorrow. We're going to do a, a retrospective on um, Wes Craven. So that'll be up tomorrow. Um, you can listen to the Gorilla if you want to on Friday. <laughs> Whatever, Grace. You're contributing sports show this week, right? Yes, we're doing the college one this week. We're doing the college one this week. So, so we'll have a new Triple Day Sports Show plus Force Friday. Um, we've got some other specials left for, for this week, so basically, uh, check us out. Um, I guess I'm gonna leave you with Milan's man. You make a man out of you, because you know what, Grishy Rick? I'll, you know, I was gonna say I make a man out of you. <laughs> like, me, Grishy Rick made me into that. And I'm not, so you know, man up, Grishy Rick, man up. <laughs>
my breath. Say goodbye to those who knew me. Boy, was I a fool in school for cutting Jim. This guy's got him scared to death. Hope he doesn't see it right through me. Now I really wish that I knew how to swim. You must be spooked at the coursing river. With all the force of a great typhoon. With all the strength of a raging fire. Mysterious as the dark side of the moon. Time is racing toward us. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.